Hey, welcome to the Learning to Lead podcast. I'm Paul Doherty, your host. So thankful that you're listening to this, watching this. Please share this with a friend. Please let people know about this podcast. And uh, this is really a podcast dedicated, designed for anyone who wants to get better as a leader. Anyone who's out there learning to lead, hello, that's me. Welcome to the journey. And I wanna talk to you today about this thought right here. Moments are greater than minutes. Moments are greater than minutes. As a leader, I'm always trying to figure out what to do with all of my minutes. I want to make my minutes count. I'm, I'm one of those guys who's very like, uh, just, I get excited about a lot of things and unintentionally I can uh, start going down multiple different rabbit trails of opportunities, of uh, you know, sermon ideas. I could accidentally prepare 10 sermons in one week and then have to figure out which one I'm gonna preach on Sunday. That has literally happened to me. So I, I wanna make sure that I'm maximizing my minutes. Um, and so this past year, something that my wife and I really decided to do was um, not just focus on our minutes, but focus on making moments. Because inside of our minutes is something much more significant, and that is moments, moments. And a moment doesn't have to be a long moment. It can be just a great moment. A great moment isn't made up of a lot of minutes. It's made up of something powerful that happens in possibly five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Here's an example. I remember as a kid, my dad driving a, our van that we had as a family with all six of us in there, him, my mom, my two older sisters, my older brother, we're all in there. And all of a sudden he like stops the van in Tulsa, North Tulsa, says, everybody hop out. So we all hop out of the van. And this was probably a 10 minute moment. We got out of the van, he said, what do you see? And I said, I see dirt, I see grass, I see trash. And he said, what do you see, John? What do you see, Sarah? What do you see, Ruthie? What do you see, Sharon? And I'll never forget it. What do you see? That was the moment. And we all told him what we saw. And then he said, well, I see a hospital for the hurting. I see a future dream center. I see a place for boys and girls where their lives are gonna be changed. And the rest is history. He, he, he began to share with us his vision for the Tulsa Dream Center, which now is out there in North Tulsa 20 years later. Um, but the powerful part of that story that I always focused on was vision. And yet there's another part of that story that's just as powerful. And that is he was making a moment with us as a family that took 10 minutes and we will never forget it. Here I am 20 plus years later talking about a 10 minute segment with my dad. There's probably a lot of other things he did with me that were an hour and a half, two hours, 10 hours, three days, four days. Like I know we went on family vacations. I don't remember all of them, but I remember that one moment right there. Why? Because it was a moment. And moments are not made up of a bunch of minutes. Moments are just made in the middle of your minutes doing something special. So recently I made a moment with two of my boys. Um, we have four kids and uh, we have three sons, one daughter. So I took the two oldest and we were leaving school. I'm picking them up from school. We've got a six-year-old and a four-year-old. And as we're walking out, I literally only had 30 minutes. So I had to get home and I had to get back to a meeting. But in my mind, I was like, okay, what could I do with 30 minutes? I could take the boys to Sonic, get them, you know, French fries and a hamburger. I could go to McDonald's, you know, eat, eat something super unhealthy, get them a Happy Meal. Um, I could just drive them straight home and use those minutes for me, you know, and go get some coffee uh, or just have like a moment of like quietness before my next meeting. But I felt this nudge in my heart saying, make a moment with your boys, make a moment with your boys. So I took them outside 
to our brand new um, building that we're building as a church. It's for the future. That's the name of the building. It's a next generation building for teenagers, for kids, for Victory College. And um, I took them out there. I got hard hats on them. So those construction hats, construction vests. And they thought it was so cool. They were like, Daddy, we never get to wear these things. You know, so I said, well, you're big boys. You're going out with Daddy to the construction site. So we walk out there 10 minutes, but we made a moment. 10 minutes, we're outside. It's freezing cold here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's February, right? Um, we just had a snow, snow moment. And here we are, we're outside. We're walking through there and they're pointing at things and they're saying, Daddy, this is awesome. I say, this is where you're gonna have children's church. This is where you're gonna go to youth group. And they know that they've been giving. So they've given some of their pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, um, what they have into the church. And I said, you're giving into boys and girls future children's church right here, future youth group, future college. And it was a moment I made with my kids. Now, who knows 20 years from now if they will remember that moment. But what I do know is it was a moment for me. I'll remember it. I'll remember that moment, even though it only took me 10 minutes. And this is why I wanna just drive home this point. Moments are greater than minutes. Moments are greater than minutes. The world was talking about how when Kobe Bryant um, passed away a few weeks ago and all those people on the helicopter um, were, were continuing to pray for them. So I'm not making light of this situation. But what I'm saying is when he passed, they talked about his championships. They talked about him and Shaquille O'Neal playing together. They talked about, you know, um, how he played for the Lakers for, for 20 years. Uh, right, which is amazing as an NBA player, the same team, because these days players are just switching teams every year. Don't even get me started on that. That's another leadership podcast, how Kevin Durant left Oklahoma and went to play somewhere else. All right, but, but the fact that, he, that Kobe stayed on a team for 20 years, they're talking about that, right? But the thing they were talking about the most was the moments that Kobe made with his daughters. He was a girl dad. He has four girls. He was proud of that. People asked him, do you want a son? Do you want a son? He said, you know, I actually really love having four daughters and I'm proud of my daughters and I love going to their games and I love sitting with them and talking to them and holding them and tucking them into bed. Those moments are the moments that the world is just crying about right now. They're not really crying about the basketball games. They're crying about the fact that Kobe was a good dad. He was a good dad. And I think that's a wound in our world is that there were so many absent dads dads who didn't make moments with their kids. And so people are watching these pictures of Kobe and his 14-year-old daughter, Gianna, sitting on the sidelines, and he's got his arm around her, and he's talking to her. That's a moment that the world can't get out of their minds. It's being posted and reposted all across social media. And that moment was being posted before he even passed away. People were talking about that moment as it was happening a few months ago, um, but now even more so because they're thinking, what really matters in this life? That, like, does scoring 40 points in a game matter? Does being famous on Instagram really matter? Does uh, owning a large company really matter? Does having lots of influence with thousands of strangers in the world really matter? Or does just being a good dad matter? Being a good husband, being a good wife, being a good mom, making moments with your family. So my wife and I, we've decided, and we really decided this a couple years ago, um, so we're a couple years into this, that we are going to focus on making moments with our kids, making moments together with each other and making moments with our kids. Whatever we have to do 
to create those moments in between work schedule, in between busy schedule, in between preaching services and, uh, you know, funerals and weddings and all the ministry that goes on in our church, the teaching in the Bible college, men's and women's discipleship track, that we are going to push pause often and we're going to say, let's go to Chuck E. Cheese. Let's go and look at the new building. Let's pack up and let's go on a fun family trip to Colorado. And we're going to invest in that because we don't want to get to the end of our lives and go, wow, we didn't really have any moments together as a family. We want to be the kind of family that when we get to the end, we have so many moments to cherish, so many pictures to look at with our kids, so many little adventures we went on. Like I just took my kids camping a few weeks ago. And uh, again, I was getting ready to go to Norway. It was really cold. Um, I'm going to preach in Norway. I have 48 hours before I leave. And my son, Liam, reminded me, Daddy, you promised that we would go camping sometime soon. And I said, yeah, sometime soon. He said, how about tonight? And I was like, no, not tonight, you know. Um, I just got done preaching on Sunday, preached four times. And then I was thinking, I'm going to have to leave in 48 hours and preach a bunch in Norway. And, and then also preach after that Norway trip to go straight to another conference. But again, I had to ask myself, my conviction, moments over minutes. If I only have 48 hours here, doesn't matter how much time we have. Let's go and do something together. Let's go make something a moment and have fun. So I took them out to um, a camp area that our church owns, Camp Victory, um, which you're always invited to come and use that. Uh, we have summer camps that happen for kids and for teenagers. And then during the year, we do fall retreats out there. So if you're ever interested in booking that or bringing your church there, come. But I took my boys there. That was a shameless plug, by the way, a little commercial break. I took my boys out there, and we probably were out there for 12 hours max. We got there around 5 p.m., right as, you know, about an hour before the sun would set, and we just adventured away all the way until about 10.30 p.m. We, instead of sleeping outside, we slept in the dorms uh, where it was warmer. And they were saying, is it still a camping trip if we sleep inside? I said, it is for the Darty household. It is a camping trip. This is our polar bear camp out. We are sleeping in the dorms where it's warmer. And then we woke up early in the morning because it was a school day the next day. Woke up early in the morning around 6 a.m., got them ready, got to school on time. And then I headed off to Norway. And I was just thinking about it. I was thinking, God, I'm so glad I made that moment. It wasn't a whole lot of minutes. You know, some people would say it's not a camping trip unless you're really sleeping outside and you stay there for a full day and you backpack through the woods. But again, what's the goal? Is the goal to impress people? Uh, is the goal to have a bunch of minutes together or is the goal to make a moment? Make a moment. I want to end with this last thought about moments are greater than minutes. Think about all your favorite movies for a second. I have like 10 favorite movies um, that are just like, I love these movies, and they would surprise you. Some of them on the list, you might go, oh, okay. Um, like one of my favorite movies is Shawshank Redemption. Love that movie. I love the whole story. I love The Count of Monte Cristo um, with Jim Caviezel. Just a great, great movie. I love The Patriot with Mel Gibson. Um, there's certain movies that just stand out to me. But here's the thing about these movies. Uh, another movie that I love is The Family Man with Nicolas Cage. Not, not the TV show Family Guy, The Family Man. <laughs> Two totally opposite different types of stories going on there. But The Family Man with Nicolas Cage, each of these movies, I can't tell you how many minutes are in the movie. Uh, I, I would say some of those movies are probably two hours long. A few of the favorite movies in my top 10 list would be an hour and a half. I, I honestly don't know how many minutes are in there. 
But I can tell you the moments that make those movies so special to me. Like the moment when Tim Robbins on, on Shawshank Redemption is climbing through the tunnel and he comes out and it's raining. Oh my goodness, that's a moment right there. And he stands in the rain and he's free. The moment when he's, you know, uh, working outside with all of his buddies and, and they're on top of the roof together. There's certain moments in movies that stand out. The best movies are not movies that have a ton of minutes. They're movies that have a ton of great moments. They're, they're great moments. And in the same way, a life is not great because it lives a ton of minutes. A life is great because it experiences a lot of great moments. And you have moments that are right in front of you. What makes a great moment? Your choice. The choice is up to you. You get to choose every day whether you're going to waste minutes or create moments. Whether you're going to uh, be so lazy that you don't give in to that excitement, that adventure, that curiosity to go do something fun with your friends, with your family, with your wife, with your husband, with your kids, uh, that you'll be so tired and go, oh, I just want to stay home and do nothing. Um, or to create a moment. Go do something fun this year. I would just encourage you, put some moments on the calendar and then allow your schedule this year to be interrupted by some moments that you choose to just go, you know what? I'm going to go camping on Friday night. I'm going to go on a kayak trip. I'm going to go explore the Grand Canyon. I'm going to take my wife on a fun date night and do something different besides go see a movie. Uh, we're going to go do something. We're going to go to the escape room and do something fun. We're going to go uh, be surrounded by, you know, strangers and uh, go do something crazy. But I just want to encourage you with this. Make moments this year. And the choice is yours. You get to make those moments. And again, um, as leaders, when we make moments for other people, like I helped make a moment here recently um, for a few of our staff members that I had the power to do that because I'm their boss and uh, I get to give them time off when I want to and I get to bless them when I want to. And making those moments for those staff made them all the more appreciative, appreciative of me being their pastor, me being their leader and them going, man, I wanna follow you to wherever God's leading us to go next. As leaders, we can help make moments for people. We can help people feel special, feel valuable, have fun, go on an adventure, uh, invite them along on the journey. But I, I would just encourage you, focus less on minutes and more on moments for your life and for those that you're leading. Hopefully that helps. God bless you.